0: An Irish teacher has been jailed for refusing to call a boy a girl. Queen Elizabeth II has died, and jail time is being threatened in Europe for turning the heat up too high this winter. And more on today's Cross Politic Daily News Brief. My name is Toby Sumter. Today is Friday, September 9th, 2022. A teacher in Ireland has been suspended from work and then jailed for contempt of court after he refused to use the correct, ah, not correct, pronouns to address a transgender student. Enoch Burke was arrested on Monday for violating a court order barring him from teaching at Wilson's Hospital School in Westmouth or even being present there, a news site, rte.ie, reported. Judge Michael Quinn found Burke guilty of violating an order made by the high court grand poobah, It just says high court, sorry. Last week, and send him to Montjoy Prison, where he will remain until either he confesses all his sins, sorry, it says he purges his contempt, (laughs) either he purges his contempt, I think that means confesses all his sins and repents, or the court gives further orders. The teacher remained defiant in the face of jail time, telling the judge that, quote, it is insanity, unquote, that he would be let out of the courtroom and taken to prison for refusing to give up his Christian beliefs. Yes, that's right. This young man is a Christian. I love my school with its motto, res non verba, actions not words, but I am here today because I said I would not call a boy a girl, Mr. Burke told the court. Speaking, uh, I might add, with a great deal of common sense. The scandal surrounding Burke began unfolding after the educator who teaches history, politics, and German at the school in Multifarnham, County Westmouth, refused to address a transitioning student as they instead of he. That would probably be because it would be improper English, even. In Ireland, Burke's stance prompted school officials to place him on paid administrative leave pending the outcome of a disciplinary process, but the teacher refused to stay away from campus despite an injunction that was issued barring him from going to the school or attempting to teach. On Friday, the judge issued an order to arrest Burke after he was found sitting in an empty classroom at the school. Burke was taken into custody at the school on Monday and taken directly to court where he told the judge he could not comply with the injunction because it would violate his conscience. I am a teacher and I don't want to go to prison, Burke told the court. I want to be in my classroom today. That's where I was this morning when I was arrested. He added, transgenderism is against my Christian belief. It is contrary to the scriptures, contrary to the ethos of the Church of Ireland and of my school. Again, that's common sense. But not only is it common sense, people, that is courage. We need thousands more willing to stand like Mr. Burke. I want to remind you that the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference is coming up October 6th. Through the 8th. The topic of this conference is lies, propaganda, storytelling, and the serrated edge. Satan is the father of lies, and the mother of those lies is a government that has rejected God. Christians haven't been reading their Bibles, so we as a society are more susceptible than ever to Satan and his lies. So join us October 6th through the 8th as we fight, laugh, and feast with beer and psalms Thursday night, an amazing lineup of speakers friday and saturday including pastor doug wilson mr george gilder dr ben merkel dr jared longshore i will be there speaking chocolate knox will be doing a round table on the power of storytelling stories with our families how to win also a live show on saturday afternoon with uh, megan basham and jason whitlock talking about lies damn lies And journalism. We also have a bunch of stuff for kids, so please bring the whole family. Sign up to attend with you and yours, or even become a vendor. Go to fightlaughfeast.com. Queen Elizabeth II, the United Kingdom's longest serving monarch, has died at Balmoral, aged ninety-six, after reigning for seventy years. She died peacefully on Thursday afternoon at her Scottish estate, where she had spent much of the summer. The Queen came to the throne in 1952 and witnessed enormous social change throughout her reign. Her son, King Charles III, said the death of his beloved mother was a moment of great sadness for him and his family, and that her loss would be deeply felt around the world. He said, We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished, sovereign, and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms, and the commonwealth, and by countless people around the world. During the coming period of mourning, he said, he and his family would be comforted and sustained by our knowledge of the respect and deep affection in which the queen was so widely held the king and his wife camilla now queen consort will return to london on friday buckingham palace said senior royals had gathered at balmoral after the queen's doctors became concerned about her health earlier in the day all the queen's children had traveled there near aberdeen after doctors placed the queen under medical supervision her grandson and now heir to the throne prince william and his brother prince harry also gathered there Prime Minister Liz Truss, who was appointed by the Queen just on Tuesday, the 15th Prime Minister to be appointed or or to serve during the Queen's tenure, said the monarch was the rock on which modern Britain was built, who had provided us with the stability and strength that we needed. Speaking about the new king, she said, we offer him our loyalty and devotion just as his mother devoted so much to so many for so long. And with the passing... Of the Second Elizabethan Age, we usher in a new era in the magnificent history of our great country, exactly as Her Majesty would have wished by saying the words, God save the king. Meanwhile, earlier on Thursday morning, Miss Uju Anya, critical race theorist at Carnegie Mellon University, tweeted these horrendous words. Quote, I heard the chief monarch of a thieving, raping, genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating, unquote. Twitter, of course, to their credit, did delete that tweet as violating its rules. They do have something of a conscience, I guess. But uh, in a follow-up tweet, she wrote these words. Quote, again, this is Miss Uju Anya, a critical race theorist at Carnegie Mellon University. She wrote this in a follow-up tweet. Quote, if anyone expects me to express anything but disdain for the monarch who supervised a government sponsor sponsored the genocide that massacred and displaced half my family and the consequences of which those alive today are still trying to overcome, you can keep wishing upon a star, unquote. Another tweet insists that Queen Elizabeth was not a remnant of colonial times but an active participant in colonialism. quote She actively tried to stop independence movements and she tried to keep newly independent colonies from leaving the Commonwealth. The evil she did was enough. Unquote. A video is linked also in that tweet to an elderly Kenyan woman who says she was tortured with axes. By British soldiers during Kenya's struggle for independence from British colonial rule. The woman in the video demands that Elizabeth pay her back for what was done to her. Uju Anya writes so called anti racist curriculum for public schools as well as diversity, equity, and inclusion training materials. I'm sure her work is doing a whole lot of good in our society, except not really. The simple point I want to make here by Pointing this out is that this is a great example of how critical race theory is not helping anyone at all let's grant the possibility that the history is being presented accurately here i suspect that there might be quite a bit more to it than is being presented but let's just grant it just for the sake of argument you cannot build families cultures or nations on this kind of exacting revengeful demand for justice You cannot get it. It's not possible. And it's not possible for at least two reasons at least. First, you can't quantify the damage and harm and hurt. Can you put that woman's tears in a bottle and measure them out? When would it be enough? When would Elizabeth have paid enough for those sins? It would never be enough. The harm that's done to immortal souls made in the image of God really does add up. It's infinite. You you can't add it up. And second, the second problem is what standard would you use to measure anyway? By what standard? What is justice? What is equity? What is retribution? If you appeal to Darwin, you just threw away any notion of a standard. There's no standard that comes from chaos. There's no standard that comes from evolution. If you appeal to Marx, then you're only appealing to a momentary revolution. You're condemned to eternal blood feuding. Since once this oppressed class gets put in charge, they will no doubt oppress the previously ruling class, and we will just play seesaw with revenge and wrath. You need a living God. The only way out of this is the blood of Jesus. The only way out of this tailspin of feuding bitterness and rage and spite and hate is through the forgiveness of Christ. This is true for England, America, Kenya, and all the nations of the earth. There will be blood. The only question is whose blood, and will it be efficacious blood, or is it the kind of blood that only demands more blood? The blood of Jesus is efficacious because it actually takes away sin and guilt. It actually allows you to lay down your arms, lay down your vengeance, and forgive. May Uju Anya, the people of Kenya, and all the people of the world, find peace in the cross of Christ, as the queen herself once said, history teaches us that we need saving from ourselves, from our recklessness, or our greed. God sent into the world neither a philosopher or a general, but a savior with the power to forgive. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. They provide a classical Christ-centered curriculum, local like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and they train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website at classicalconversations.com. Again, that's classicalconversations.com. Citizens of Switzerland, who dare turn their thermostats above a balmy 19 degrees Celsius, about 66 degrees Fahrenheit, over the winter may instead find themselves shivering in a prison cell. This is from... The Daily Wire: The cost of natural gas in Europe has increased more than tenfold amid the fallout from the Russian invasion of Ukraine, while Russia severed natural gas shipments through the Nord Stream One pipeline last week, according to a report from Swiss news outlet Blick. The nation's federal law on national economic supply permits authorities to fine and imprison residents who consume too much gas if energy rationing becomes necessary. Those who fail to comply with the temperature mandates could receive sanctions between 30 and 3,000 Swiss francs, the equivalent of $31 to $3,090. Federal Department of Finance spokesman Marcus Sporndel told the outlet those found intentionally violating the statute would receive up to three years in prison and those found with negligent violations could be forced to pay 180 days worth of fines beyond the temperature controls residents will be unable to heat swimming pools saunas radiant heaters or warm air tents while hot water will not be allowed to reach temperatures above 60 degrees celsius or 140 degrees fahrenheit the member states of the swiss confederacy have until september 22nd to voice concerns over the law Hopefully, they will voice many concerns about the law. In the United States, a heat wave that has threatened power supplies in California led utility company Excel Energy to lock thermostats of 22,000 people in Colorado at 78 degrees Fahrenheit in the interest of protecting grid capacity. The residents had previously opted into an incentive program that let the firm, quote, ease the strain on the electrical grid during the hottest summer days. How's that working out for you people? The European Union has adopted the official policy of becoming, quote, a climate-neutral society by 2050 in accordance with the European Green Deal and the Paris Agreement. Yeah, (laughs) how's that going? Citing the failure of hydropower facilities amid drought conditions, European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen likewise proposed a, quote, mandatory target for reducing usage in the European Union, of which Switzerland is not a member. If you look at the cost of electricity, there are peak demands. And this is what is expensive because in these peak demands, the expensive gas comes into the market, she commented on Wednesday. So what we have to do is flatten the curve and avoid the peak demands. We will propose a mandatory target for reducing the electricity use at peak hours. Did you hear that? She said flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. Where have we heard that language before? Yeah. Right Not too long ago, I think they 're getting ready for another round of it we 've got we 've got mandates, th- thermostat mandates, and we 've got flatten the curve. run away people tell the, tell your leaders now you don 't want any of that. No thank you. Looking to move to Moscow, Christchurch in Moscow, Idaho, is hiring a full time events coordinator to plan and manage all events. For our various ministries, coordinators have to understand what it takes to make sure the logistics work out for our growing ministries, keep everything within the allocated budget, and ensure that the event itself is carried out smoothly. For more information, please contact Carson Sensing at CSensing at Christkirk, that's Christ, K-I-R-K, dot com if you're interested in applying. The psalm of the day. Okay, it's another hymn. But, you know, it's psalm-like. It's I Know That My Redeemer Lives. Uh, this is a rendition that was put together, particularly for the Bible Reading Challenge that just kicked off this last week, To the Word. You can find more information about that on the Christ Church website. It's a nine-month Bible reading program, and we kicked it off with this new favorite hymn, I Know That My Redeemer Lives. I know that my Redeemer lives. Glory, It's Amen. this is Toby Sumter with CrossPolitik News remember you can always find the links to our news stories and these psalms and hymns at CrossPolitik.com just click on the daily news brief and follow the links or find them on our app just search Fight Laugh Feast in your favorite app store so you'll never miss a show we are now doing a daily show with daily backstage content for Fight Laugh Feast Club members join today and remember you get access to the backstage as well as $100 discount for the Fight Laugh Feast conference coming up in Knoxville, Tennessee, October 6th through the 8th. Hope to see you there and have a great weekend.